The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. This is the Christmas Boxing Day show. We're recording it today on Wednesday, a little earlier in the week than usual. Typically, we do it on a, on a Friday. Great news. Great, great news. We just received, and today is Wednesday, just received the 2022 Silver Maples, and just in time, because we just ran out of them literally yesterday. We sold our last tube. And uh, we're very excited to have them back. They're going to be up on the up on the, the website, guildhallpreciousmetals.com, if you'd like to acquire some 2022 silver maples, maybe even some 10-ounce bars of silver or a 100-ounce bar of silver. Because after all, 2022 is going to be the year. Jerry, Karaya, that silver really, really takes off. Why don't we start the show discussing where we are, what we've just gone through with the precious metals, because it looks like we're, we're just bouncing off a bottom here in the market. Absolutely. First of all, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, um, and thank you for all of the listeners and your, and your listenership throughout the year. It was great, um, and it's always an honor to share this information with everyone. Uh, so yes, it does look like precious metals are bouncing off of the support levels that we've been anticipating um, and we're seeing a lot more volatility and worry on the stage uh, mounting from the, the the foundation of this of this worry is the inflation topic and the heightening of this inflation and this you know somehow I think this is going to get out of hand uh, very quickly inflation can become hyper and it can really get out of control so we'll have to keep an eye on what this Federal Reserve what tools they're going to be using they have very limited amount of tools at that. But hiking rates is something that they're leaning towards, inflation, lease deflation. So we're reading a lot about this stuff, and we'll see how this goes. And, and we'll jump more into that throughout the show. Yeah, we saw – essentially we knew that the inflation numbers were, were pending. We had the FOMC meeting that was pending. The numbers that came out were bad. Inflation's definitely up there. The Fed is walking back the transitory talk. They're now basically saying, well, well, we'll get around to fighting inflation, but we, we'd like to use as much hot air as possible, which is one of the tools in their toolkit. They've mm -hmm. got money printing, raising rates, and hot air. That's right. So they're going to try that. But uh, So it looked as though the precious metals got uh, a bit of a slam down uh, but prior to that happening. And then, of course, when the information came out, we bounced off those bottoms. Gold over the last week, having a little trouble getting back up over the 1800 mark, but it looks like we did that today on Wednesday. So a few closes over that I think is going to be very, very positive for the gold market. And then in the silver market, we just started moving right away. We, we did dip down below $22, and we're already into the high $22 range. So that's really, really positive on the silver market. And after all, and you know, Jerry, I'm sure you're getting this question a lot. Do you see a, a way that the price of silver could go further down from here at all? I mean, with the volatility at play, I don't foresee considering all things on the side of sound money and hard assets are right now in an inflationary environment. Investors and money tend to gravitate towards hard money and real uh, and precious metals. So I find it very difficult uh, for precious metals, specifically silver, 
to uh, to dip down below, but I'm I'm constantly holding that 2150 mark. I mean, as as a potential pivot, um, obviously 1760 or 1780 gold. But I think now that we're back to the 1800 mark, above the 200-day moving average, and heading into quarter first quarter, which historically we talked about in the last 18 years, 18 of 25 years, silver has performed very very well in Q1. So we have a lot to look forward to. I think we'll have a much uh, a much better to, uh, 2022. We'll look back at 2021. It built off of it built a base for us, but I think we'll be thrusting off of this base. And you know, it's it's it's. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if bittersweet is the right word. You know, we didn't see a lot of action so far in the in the precious metals. You know, I'm 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 still hopeful that silver can kind of ride out the rest of the year and just kind of sneak and stealthily move higher, higher into at least the mid-range where we've been throughout the year. But, you know, in, in some ways, okay, maybe the price is disappointed, but what really has not disappointed is the demand in the market. So very quickly, there's essentially four fundamentals driving the market. There's the supply and demand, obviously. There's a limited supply, very strong demand in this market, which is what has led to higher premiums, very simply put. There is um, geopolitical unrest, which uh, in the past that used to mean, well, if if Iran decides to blow up the Straits of Hormuz, uh, oil prices are going to go through the roof and, oh my gosh, go ahead and watch gold at that time. Well, now there's a lot more geopolitical stuff happening because of all the money printing that's gone on. It's created a lot of inequality throughout the world and there's a lot of messing about and a lot of corruption that's been going on throughout the world. So uh, geopolitical is something you have to keep your your eye on for sure Mm -hmm. uh, as a trigger. And then, of course, there's inflation, which is is another one, which is, you know, we kind of plug two into the same, which is inflation and and money printing um, being the case. So obviously inflation is is nothing more than printing money. Don't let anyone kid you that there's supply chain things and all of that type of stuff. It's in part maybe, but that's not the principle. The principle is you're going to print money. You're destroying the value of the currency. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised when things start to cost a whole lot more money. Yeah. So those are, those are the fundamentals on, on the market. Now, I look at the price action to the downside a bit differently in terms of what I see as a very low risk entry point right now for precious metals. And that is, I look at 2020. When March hit in 2020 and, you know, Goldman Sachs, JP Moore, whoever pushed the price of silver down to below $12 an ounce, okay? I'm rubbing my hands together, I'm licking my lips, I'm saying, great, let's go buy some silver right now because my average price, you know, in my registered accounts is something like 17 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. So here we are, the price of silver is $12. Go oh, great! I want to go buy some. I'm looking at my my portfolio online with with Quest Trade, where we where we hold physical metal, and I have to I have, I'm looking at it, and it's so far down. It's negative, 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 and I'm saying to myself, "Well, that's an aberration. Don't worry about that. Just pick up more product." I go to buy more product. I can't get it for less than seventeen fifty. Mm-hmm. So the spot price at that time was thirteen dollars. It was twelve. Twelve, yeah. So what had happened is. The paper price ceased to matter. It was, if you want the physical commodity, here is the price. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of a daisy chain backwards to the wholesalers can only buy so much from the from the refiners at any given time. They can only book so much at any given time in terms of pricing. And so 
you can only take advantage of these dips for so long and there's only so much product out there. And also when the price goes down, demand goes up surprisingly mm -hmm. in this market. Mm -hmm. And so what ended up happening is the, pre the premiums skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. And today the premium on silver still three times what it was two years ago, mm -hmm. three times. And we're only trading at $22 an ounce. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm extremely confident about anybody, including myself, acquiring specifically silver today at these prices because you also have the fact that we hit $31. We've tested the bottom end of this channel multiple times, I think four times over the last year and a bit, that I think it doesn't get to look better than this in terms of a low-risk entry point. And then when you start to look at all of the fundamentals we just discussed, mm -hmm. How can you not get involved? Jerry, what are your thoughts? I mean, look, Guildhall has been recommending the ownership of physical gold and physical silver since 2002, and not once have we worried about the price. History shows us, we can go back into biblical times, that governments and central banks and the central planners destroy the value of money without fail. Uh, but for the ones who do look at gold prices, uh, I do believe that the correction has already occurred for gold and silver prices both. Um, I remember back with the $13 move down in sil the Silver Slam. That was an amazing opportunity. Try to get it. And I think it was at the same time like a dissuasion to try to dissuade people from buying the physical. When you see the price going going that low, you know you have to you have to reckon, well, shouldn't I just buy the, the spot price, the, the certificate or ETF? No, people will still want the demand for the physical. It's like when oil, when that aberration yeah. in oil happened, when oil went negative, I'm like, how can I get myself a barrel of oil? <laughs> where right. can I, where can I put this in my in my townhouse gar in, my, in the garage? But I, you know, it's, you, you have to take advantage of these certain things. Uh, but the premiums, it's telling that the people and the entities and the mining companies, these are the entities that have the physical. And at the end of the day, if you don't have the physical, you cannot price something that you're trying to to sell or or to bring to market. The spot price, the comics price means nothing. It really is the price of the premiums and the price of the physical based on the premiums, supply and demand, as well as fabrication and trying to get it in your hands. These are the factors that, you know, talk to us about. We see what's going on behind the scenes. Ask Paul. Paul is dealing with it. Uh, he's the front line when it comes to getting the product. And kudos to him getting the 2022s before Christmas. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, pre the higher premiums tells you everything you need to know, that there's too much demand, not enough product. They've had to raise premiums, and it's sitting there at you know twenty two seventy an ounce on silver, spot price on, on silver. And it's interesting, um, counterintuitive, that you know if they lowered the price of toilet paper back when the pandemic hit, do you think people would have said, "Well, I don't want a toilet paper; it's too cheap. I don't just want." But in the in sort of the quote unquote investing world. People don't want things that are low. They want things that are high. I know. I know mm -hmm. the it's buy low, sell high, but most people it's seeing is believing, and once it hits those highs, they can now believe it. Now they want to get involved, right? Mm -hmm. You win on the buy side. You don't win when you sell. You win by buying right, and so that's where we're at right now. So we're very excited, and also we're seeing a lot of people get involved in the market. So it's a very exciting time. The number, 18778-SILVER, the website, guildhallwealth.com. Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about uh, interest rates. We're going to talk about uh, Ron Paul's The Case for Gold and revisit that quickly. We're also going to talk about the derivative market. Oh, 
my gosh, wait till you hear about the derivative market right now. Jerry and I just discussing that before the show, and we're going to bring you some crazy information on the derivative market that should probably impress you and scare the pants off you (laughs) and maybe want to have some physical precious metals in your portfolio as a result. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and we will be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. This is the Christmas Boxing Day show. We're very excited to be here and talk about um, precious metals. And maybe even today you'll want to discuss this with your family. Here, listen to some stuff on your way to the, the grocery store for some last minute, uh, some things for the dinner tonight, or you're rushing out to get some deals. And uh, we're going to be talking about money because... You know, you're going to get your credit card bills soon and you're going to start thinking a little bit more about money and maybe some of the things that we say today will be of interest to you. So, Jerry, I wanted to talk about I revisited something from Ron Paul's The Case for Gold. I thought this was interesting because he wrote that, I think, in the late 70s. And here's a quote. Interest rates are inversely proportional to the trust the people have in the money until the trust is restored in the money. And in the government, which has destroyed the money, high interest rates will continue. In other words, high interest rates is an indicator that the money is not good. Low interest rates is an indicator that the money is good. Are we in the twilight zone now? Because I feel like that what's happening right now is the complete opposite of Ron Paul's observations back in the, the late 70s, early 80s. A lot has changed since then, but a lot has remained the same. It's it's that uh, the the central planners, the people that are in control of the interest rate manipulations and the interest rate policies, really, uh, especially today, have run out of options uh, more than ever before. So, Ron Paul, I think at that at that time, uh, it was it was timely. I think it was what he was talking about was truthful, um, but today it's it's definitely a, a, a a 180 from where we were then to now, considering the amount of tools that have already been exhausted from quantitative easing one, quantitative easing two, we're on to the third, and uh, tapering, this is, uh, we are in uncharted territories. But if high rates are inverse to the trust in the money, then low rates would be assumed to be having a very high trust in the money. Mm -hmm. But that's not actually the case, is it? Low interest rates right now is the result of debt burden in the system and it's part of the trap that they've created for themselves. So, uh, you know, do people realize that low interest rates is no longer a reflection of the strong dollar? I guess that's sort of the question I want to put out there, Mm -hmm. um, that now black is white, white is black. I know the market's being manipulated and clearly sending the wrong signals to the market that, Mm -hmm. Oh, like low interest rates is okay. It means that the market's strong. We're, we're strong. We're, we'll get back to normal one day or it is the new normal. Let's just move goalposts around. Right. I love this moving goalposts stuff too, right? The fed moves the goalposts. Everyone's moving goalposts. And, and now you see it in, in just normal every day. I see it. Everybody moving goalposts. Yeah. Um, there's no anchor anywhere. There's, there's just no, 
no real anchor anywhere. And that brings me to another um, another thing I'd like to discuss with you, which is I was listening to James Turk, who's been in the gold business forever, um, and he was interviewed on Greg Hunter's USA Watchdog, and he's got a new book. I'm very excited to to get my hands on that. And he's just talking about the fact and things that we know that the currency system has been completely corrupted. When there was a when there was a dollar a, a gold standard, you had a standard for everything. You had an, a, a way to to decide what the value of things was because you had a gold standard. Now everything is an unanchored ship in the night, no stars above. You have no idea where you are. You're just guessing. Right. Which is why all these all these goalposts can constantly be moved because there's no those there's no Constant, waiting to anything. Right. So I just like to to sort of remind everyone at this at this point that the government actually produces zip mm-hmm. nothing they do not produce any value you go and produce value when you go to when you go to the office you go to your job and you you receive a income for that mm-hmm. you put labor in there and you received money for your you mm-hmm. received currency for your good or service for, for, for your, your service mm-hmm. for the time and value that you created and you got a currency and now the government is destroying that currency at a rate of double digits most likely mm-hmm. right if we use the if we use the uh, the systems that they did in the 70s to calculate inflation you're into the double digits clearly and anyone who's gone grocery shopping knows that so they're robbing you of your wealth they're just stealing it stealing it from you and and how can you not know that that's happening Mm-hmm. You know, what did the government create for you? What did they just hand you? Nothing is handed to you. Oh, we'll give you free something. Well, we got to take it from somewhere, which means we got to tax people somewhere. But as soon as people get enough taxes done, right, before the revolt is going to happen again, they go, eh, let's just inflate it away. Let's just print money. Let's just, you know, print the money and don't worry about it. And at yeah. some point, at some point, this has to stop. Mm-hmm. At some point. But we have to be aware that the government is stealing stealing your money that you earned hard that you worked so hard for mm-hmm. that you you earned it yeah and they're just taking it and you how know, do you protect yourself against it there is only really one way and this is such an important important reminder jeremy thanks for you know bringing that up and and allowing this this very topic of of theft of stealth a theft by stealth it has to be addressed and we uh, we know exactly what's happening we need more dollars to purchase a pair of shoes, a car, food, and this is continuing and continuing. Are we getting raises? Are we making enough? So it comes to a point where it doesn't really matter when you log on to your bank account and you're seeing you're enjoying those the, the five figures or the six figures that you're seeing there. That needs to be that needs to change the perspective of of how you view and perceive wealth these days, how you view and perceive money these days is going to shift. And we're seeing this shift now because people realize the only way is to convert, is to convert out of that common denominator of a currency, especially the Canadian dollar for that matter, to convert out of that and to get into a tangible monetary hard asset like gold and silver, even a natural fancy color diamond, Jeremy. And that's what we do at Guildhall, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. And one of the best things that we've created here at Guildhall is 
owning physical gold and silver within a registered account. You know, we started that about six years ago. We had a vault that we're working with, we still work with, uh, that became IROC approved. That's the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And as soon as that happened, the vault and Guildhall started searching around for who can we use as a custodian to help us do what we've always wanted to do, which is put physical gold and silver in an RSP. Not just a pool account, but the client would actually own their own physical product that they would be able to access their own physical product and there would be no counterparty risk. In fact, they would even get an inventory report to show them that they have the serial numbers attached to those bars so there is no mistaking the fact that you personally own this product. And uh, we we spoke to Questrade and and originally at the time, Questrade said, no, no, listen, we're a discount brokerage. This is expensive what you're offering us And, and we already do it through through another thing where we do a pool account, and it's very cheap. Okay, all right, fine. We called them back. We said, listen, you don't understand. People want this. They do. They want this. Give us a chance. Show, let us show you that, that people really want this. And people understand that to acquire physical, there's a difference between the spread, the, the spot and the, the ask, and there's a spread, et cetera, and it, it does cost something. But the the want of having that physical ownership is there. We knew it. And it's only continued to grow. And people contact us all the time. And their one question is, so I own this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's your product. It's segregated. Your your account is segregated from all other holdings at the vault, fully segregated. We put the serial numbers into that sub-account at the vault, which means it's fully allocated to you. You own that product. Now, can you take delivery of it? Yes. If it's an RSP, okay, you have to pay withholding tax. But you can take in-kind delivery of that product. TFSA, yes, you can take physical delivery of that product. Letter of direction, no problem. We'll take care of it for you. Um, RIF withdraws, LIF withdraws. People are taking in-kind withdrawals of their physical metal. Now, you can sell it and take the cash, or you can take the physical home. And the purpose of that is that you've already paid those dues. You already cu- you already paid the fees to physically own that product. So this is what it's all about, owning physical gold, physical silver, having it in an RSP or a TFSA, and where the market's headed over the next couple years, given the fundamentals that we're talking about today, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And unfortunately, if you don't get into this market, in our opinion, you're going to be, it's going to be very difficult for you to keep up. Because right now, most people only have a choice to take excess risk in the market, in, in my opinion. Jerry, your thoughts? Well, this is it. I mean, the prudence right now tells us in an an environment where we're seeing overvalued stock markets, debts, derivatives, uh, when that bubble pops, it is grabbing hold of your wealth insurance. Gold and silver are your wealth insurance. That is your solution. And this is the reason why people are clamoring over getting the physical. Sure, you can get something that's cheap. But when when it comes to life insurance, for example, you don't go and buy a share of... Manulife or Sun Life. No, you don't do that. You go and you buy the full policy, zero compromising on any of the policies, any of the caveats. You get full coverage. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's it's better to be early than a day too late. You don't want to be scrambling to 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 get your umbrella, to get your insurance policy. It's too late. Yeah, I really believe that when this market starts running, it's going to be very difficult to get involved. Um, it's great to see how people have continued to get involved over the course of the year, but when this market really starts running, 
it's going to be very difficult. The market's going to probably be moving up rapidly, which means it's going to be difficult to book a price. Then there's going to be the availability of the product, which is also going to be difficult. So I think it's, it is definitely better to be a month early a day than a day late in this market. That's for sure. And, and also look over time, the market performs, you know, if you look at, at the gold chart, silver chart over the last 20 years, both of them have averaged 11% a year. On average, now there's been stellar years, but the best is yet to come. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to the Real Money Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you're excited about 2022, then you can think about getting some 2022 silver maples, which we just got in uh, to Guildhall. You can go to the website guildhallpreciousmetals.com and you can pick up some tubes of silver maples. You can call us direct at one eight seven seven eight silver and you can um, order some precious metals directly from us. Now, we've been talking about risks in the market. We've been reviewing just some of the fundamentals that all of this money printing leads to bad things. It leads to corrupting of the system. There's geopolitical risk. There's supply demand, which is which is very tight in the market for precious metals. There's a limited supply. Demand continues to grow because of the risks in the market. One of these risks is something that we've seen as far back as September of 2019, which is... a, a regarding the derivative market. Now, Jerry, what was happening back in September of 2019 that we're now seeing today? Uh, Just before COVID began, we were noticing uh, a tremendous issue in liquidity in the overnight market. The repo market was was just going berserk in the overnight markets. Um, You know, there was sloshing money around. Ultimately, there was a lot of... um, uh, it looked as though there was going to be a seizure in the credit in the credit markets. So thankfully, to their to the central bankers' delight, uh, something happened. In this case, it wasn't a war where they can justify the amount of money printing that they needed. No, it was a pandemic, and with uh, with COVID, they were able to uh, start you know start the printing press up and have it justified to then provide the liquidity. So what this has done is just added uh, multiple amounts of of debt into the derivative market, the derivative space. And right now, more than ever before, just yesterday, $1.7 trillion in the repo market space last night in the overnight market. So this is what's happening behind the scenes when we're putting our heads down to rest, $1.7 trillion every single night moving back and forth between institutional banks and central banks. This is not going to end well. It seems that in the repo market, the overnight lending market, it seems that the, the amount of liquidity they need day after day is increasing. It gets worse. Which can only, in my mind, be an example of the risk is increasing over and over and over. Speaking of that, listen to this. Pam and Pam Martins and Russ Martins, they have this this website, Wall Street on Parade. I definitely recommend people check it out. They're, they're sort of just recording what's going on on Wall Street, what's going on with the banks, the corruption. You know, the, this is where the stories broke about the insider trading at the Fed and, and whatnot. So listen to this. Here, here's the title of the article. 
The Fed gets its ducks in a row for the next Wall Street bailout, quietly adds Goldman Sachs Bank, Citibank, to its new $500 billion standing repo facility. So listen to this. If, if you're stunned that the Goldman Sachs is allowed to own federally insured bank under existing U.S. law, see our previously report. If you're stunned that the New York branch of Misuho Bank, part of a Japanese conglomerate, is able to have federal deposit insurance backstopped by the U.S. taxpayer, welcome to the world of borderless global banking for mm-hmm. the 1%. Mm-hmm. These three banks, okay, you've got the Japanese bank, Goldman Sachs, Citibank, okay, have three things in common. Each financial institution already has a broker-dealer affiliate that is already one of the Fed's 24 primary dealers and participates in the repo operations, which is getting that trillion a night. Each of the three banks' primary dealer affiliates took large secret loans from the Fed's repo facility when credit collapsed in September of 2019, and all three institutions have trillions of dollars in exposures to derivatives, according to the data of the Office of the Controller of Currency. So the OCC. Listen to the numbers, Jerry. Goldman Sachs Bank had $387 billion in assets. But $48 trillion in notional derivatives. Citibank had $1 trillion in assets and $44 trillion in derivatives. And the Mizuho Bank, $48 billion in, in assets, $6 trillion in de- derivatives. You're looking at, at close to $100 trillion in, de- in derivatives. I mean, that could bust. Who's going to be on the hook for that? How do you make sure that you are out of harm's way if something bad goes down with that? Because the Fed can bail them out, but they don't, they don't have, they can't just keep printing money forever. It's got to come from somewhere and it's going to come from Congress <laughs> bailing them in saying, oh, we're just going to bail in the banks. We're going to bail every, the, the middle class are going to have to pay for this eventually. And Egon von Greer has actually elaborated on this further in the derivative space because this is the problem. This is a huge issue. You you mentioned a couple of banks, Mizuho uh, and and Goldman Sachs. There's J.P. Morgan and Deutsche Bank. He alluded to that they have about forty to fifty trillion dollars in derivatives. And the, the problem he writes with netting, which he calls you know backing stop or bailing these entities out with with money printing, is that when these counterparties fail, gross risk remains gross. Uh, gross risk remains just gross. And remember that when we're trying to define. And it's very difficult for even lawyers to define what a derivative is. Remember that virtually every financial instrument created today consists of derivatives packed into whether it's an ETF stock, bond funds, interest rate swaps, forex swaps, all of these elaborate financial instruments. No one wants to be around these anymore, Jeremy. People want to get out of that system. And the only way to do that is to use your RSP transfer out of the RSPs, out of the bank and the financial system, and go into gold and silver. Own the physical outside of the financial system, and that is the one play that you can do for your pension, your RSP, your TFSA, for your family. This is about eliminating all these counterparties, and we have to get into these counterparty risks. But uh, we just have a, a visitor that just popped in, a surprise guest. Paul? Yeah, I've just got out a <laughs> two foot of paperwork. It was on top of my head. I mean, we are so busy, it's crazy. Um, again, finding physical product is getting harder and harder to get. Uh, we just received a large shipment of 2022 silver now, how maples. Did you, how did you score Thank that, you. though? I had to wheel and deal. and you know, I, I was all, These are orders from two, three months ago. Wow. And we're not even getting 
all the product that we ordered. And you're going to know, notice that spreads are going to start to move up because if you've got the product or the wholesalers have got the product, they're going to start squeezing those spreads. So if silver is trading 2250 over spot, maples are about 450, 475 silver maples over spot. Yeah, um, US. US. I mean, I always tell people buy 10 ounce bars or 100 ounce bars. You're paying for the queen on the front and the maple on the back. But Canadians love maples, you know. So uh, again, yeah. in small denominations, people think that, you know, if everything comes to the, to an end, I've still got a silver maple and I can go and buy a loaf of bread. But, you know, the, the thing is, is that um, there's supply-demand issues right now. There's a low, low supply. But there there is actually enough physical metal out there. It's just at the right price. Well, you the know, problem if, is, if you Jeremy, can put in If you can put in $100,000 today and buy, let's say, I don't know what that would buy, 3,500 ounces of silver, give or take um, – if the price doubled, right now you're buying seventeen hundred and fifty. If the price quadruples, now you're down to a thousand ounces. If if the price quintuples from here, you, you can only buy a couple hundred ounces. That will take care of the supply side of the market, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's going to take care of it. And what's going to happen, as I said, the spreads are going to get wider and wider. Uh, last year, uh, during this time, the spreads were like four dollars on silver. On uh, some places, were charging five, six, seven dollars spread on silver. Uh, gold was trading basically fifty dollars to sixty dollars an ounce between the That's bid like and the 20, ask. Twenty-two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. People do love a scare. COVID does uh, wonders for the banking system. But you were just talking about uh, derivatives. They have a tough time putting through $2 trillion through Congress, and that's for restructuring the whole of roads, infrastructure, uh, the Internet infrastructure, uh, tunnels, pipelines. There's uh, also a sewage. lot of wastage, though, and people yeah. people nowadays in the states but that's are combing two, through the entire thing two and calling their congressmen. Trillion, that's two trillion dollars of materials and labor, which will help the economy. A hundred trillion dollars in derivatives. If that goes under, that's going to hurt. So why won't they just say, let's put a shovel in the ground, let's dig some tunnels, let's repair the roads, let's repair the airports? But let's be honest, that's not going to fix the, the issue. Well, right? you're, you're basically saying, and I agree with you, hey, hmm. mon uh, modern monetary theory will... You know, why don't you actually give stuff to people? Like, why don't you actually well, give them the roads that they need, give them everything that they need, instead of spending it on cra crazy programs or sending the money overseas? Because academics, all they know, what's on the page. They know the law, it's on the page. Doctors know it's on the page. Financial people are a little smarter. You know, put people... They skirt that, the page. Well, put the they people... Between, the, yeah, between people the, the words. In, people in business understand business, and they know what exactly. makes things happen. And you've got to have, Jerry said before, you need to have some insurance here with everything that's been on fire, whether it's been the real estate market, whether it's been cryptocurrency, whether it's been the stock market, all fires get put out. The biggest forest fire in Australia, the biggest forest fire in California gets put out. The stock market will see some correction. Real estate will definitely see some correction because interest rates go up, real estate will go down. You need to have gold and silver. That's your insurance policy. You have life insurance, health insurance, car insurance. Make sure you have your investments insured with some gold and silver. 
doesn't matter if you start off small, but it's going to get harder and harder to find gold and silver to fill your needs. Yeah, and I definitely think starting small is a great way if you're brand new to the market. Start small. Learn what this is like. Dip a toe in the water. See what it means to acquire a physical product and what the costs of doing business are, what it feels like in your hand. And then you can take the next steps from there if you feel that that you're confident and you're happy with what you're seeing and you're comfortable with what you're seeing. The number 18778-SILVER, the website guildhallwealth.com. Go to the website today at guildhallpreciousmetals.com, our e-store, and you can pick up those 2022 silver maples. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. We hope you're enjoying your uh, Christmas break and, and uh, your Boxing Day uh, challenges perhaps or Boxing Day out and or maybe it's just online and you're just listening to us online while you while you search for some deals online, um, which would be great. Well, one of the deals that we have is precious metals. We've seen the metals at a low in the market, retesting the lows, very low risk entry point. Um, that we've seen. And I think that's going to be very exciting for the market. Throughout the show today, we've discussed some of the fundamentals, just a quick review of the fundamentals in the market, which is there's a supply and demand that goes into the fundamentals of metals. You can only bring so much out of the ground every year. And that puts a, that puts a ceiling on what is going to come to market. But you have demand that continues to grow, continues to grow. As people see inflation happening, as people see the money being created by the government, they know even if they don't come out right and say it, they know that that's theft of their of their wealth. They know it's theft of the value that they've created out there. And if they keep their money, uh, their value in a currency that's devaluing, they're screwed. So they're looking for ways to protect themselves. That's one. That's another um, fundamental in the market. And then, of course, there's geopolitical unrest. When when the money situation is getting to where it is, and these bubbles and the debt and all of this stuff, you see what's happening in Turkey. Who do they owe money to? Their money is becoming worthless very fast. What's the what's the what's the domino effect that could happen? What's the contagion that could happen out of Evergrande? We still have to watch that story. There's just so much happening in that sense of a, a geopolitical unrest that any black swan could come along. And what are you going to do to protect yourself? So black swan events, I geopolitical think it's a unrest, flock, flock supply- of black swans. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's like a, an army of black swans headed our way. Um, you've got the geopolitical unrest, you've got the uh, supply and demand, and then you've got inflation. The inflation is they just can't stop themselves from printing money. You know, they do not have the discipline to do anything else. It's almost as if it's as if they want to do this, or it's just that the system is inherently corrupt and it has a limit to where it can go when you just apply this type of lack of discipline, corruption all the way to the end. So those are the fundamentals. This is why you want to get out of the system. You want to have some of your wealth in physical metals because, wow, Paul, I mean, we talk about where the prices could go. 
the amount of analysts coming out today in the market, you know, 10 years ago, one person said $10,000 gold. Now you've got people all, all over the place saying gold could go to 6000 within a year and a half, 7000 within a couple of years. 10,000, they've got people talking about gold going to 24,000. And if we're talking about quadrillion in derivatives, well, the best way to deal with that would be revalue gold, open your central bank safe and say, got it covered. Mm -hmm. Well, they have got it covered. I mean, I've been in this business when we were trading silver at $3.80. Gold was $100. Uh, people bought, bought, purchased gold and silver, snuck home, didn't tell anybody. Uh, didn't tell their neighbors, didn't even tell their wives in some cases that they bought gold and silver. And gold went all the way up to $1,900 and silver went to $50. And you know what's interesting? Speaking of not telling the wives, top 10 clients this year were women. Yeah, I noticed that. Mm -hmm. So they're making the decisions yeah, and they're I saying, tell. I see what's going on. We need, to, we need to do this. Well, when it comes to finance, women are pretty smart with money. Yeah. A little smarter than men. They don't need all the toys. Um, right now, if you look at what's happening in the market, if you're looking at inflation, what do you think? Where do you think inflation is? Jeremy? The government says says seven percent, and they're you giving say, you and, and they're giving you less than one at the bank. But if you go by Shadow, Shadow Stats, Stats and John Williams, um, and he calculates the way they did inflation in the seventies, and he puts it around fifteen percent. All right. So if it is fifteen percent. Let's look at something really simple. Okay. People, oh, that, like work, people that work for a living, yeah. are they going to want a cost of living increase? Do you yeah, think, absolutely. Do you think, do you yeah, think like the, the unions you, and whatnot? Do you whatnot? think the unions are going to stand by where the country or the government is confiscating 15% of your wealth by inflating and printing so your $1,000 in the bank is worth $850 in buying power? People who... That's what it is. If you got a thousand dollars, if you went to buy something, you can only buy eight hundred and fifty dollars worth of merchandise. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That's why you got to buy gold and silver because that's something that could go up in price and is always kept up with inflation. So if we're looking at fifteen percent and people are looking for cost of living increases, what is going to happen? People in business will have to put their prices up. Manufacturers will have to put up put up their prices. They can't suck in 15%. Now, if you look at the restaurant business right now with COVID, it's down to 50%. People couldn't cope at 100% in some cases. And because then, so what, what they had lost in the last 17 months, right. they couldn't get back. And then so what happens is that the prices have, have all gone up, which means you're doing less business, right? And so you're falling into a recession. Yeah, unless you're sitting with inventory that doesn't change like styles in the clothing business or apples and oranges that go off mm -hmm. if you've got a product that can stay stable um you're in business you're okay if you've got that type of inventory and gold and silver is that type of inventory by the way that does really really well so if i said to you you know in in 2002 you bought silver at three dollars and 80 cents and i said it was going to go to 50 dollars. you would have looked at me or thought i was absolutely crazy you're talking about silver going right now it's trading at 2280 where do you think it's going to go? A hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars? Well, I think and personally, gold, I think it's going to go to multiple hundreds. But let's get to fifty first, right. which which we could see next year. Gold 
whether it's trading at $1,800, it was trading at $100. In 1971, it was $35. It could go to $10,000. It could go to $20,000. Cryptocurrency, if you look at it, what was Bitcoin originally trading at? Went to $80,000. So it can happen. And you have to protect your wealth. You need to own some gold and silver, get it in your portfolio, get it into an RSP, get it into a TFSA. That's the best thing you can ever own. It's a tax-free savings account. And don't be worried about the government confiscating gold and silver. It's never going to happen. They're already confiscating your wealth through inflation and taxation. want to thank everyone for joining us today, all of the listeners for joining us today. And again, hope you're enjoying your, your Christmas day and your Boxing Day as we record the show on Wednesday Have uh, a this happy, week. happy, prosperous, healthy New Year. Absolutely. You're listening to The Real Money Show. Jerry, Paul, thank you very much. And again, to the listeners, we appreciate you very much. It's The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.